morning and welcome to Mornings with Ken. Go get that cup of coffee, that virtual donut, kick off your shoes and stay a while. I'm really glad you're here. I know I'm a little late uh, to the story, but I wanted to comment on the Will Smith, um, Chris Rock incident. Um, I know it's already been in the news and it's kind of an old story by now, but well, the media doesn't want to let it go. Every time I um, look at the news feeds, there's something about Chris Rock and Will Smith. Uh, I, I, I want to say that, first of all, I like both of those guys. Um, I really, um, you know, since Will Smith, since, uh, you know, him as a sort of a, I guess, hip-hopper, rapper, sort of, kind of, and uh, of course his television show, The Prince of Bel-Air, and all the movies that he's been in, um, he's, you know, he's, well, he's pretty, he's a good actor, I mean, he did win an award, and and I, I enjoy most of the movies he's ever been in. So I'm kind of a fan of Will Smith. I, I enjoy his entertainment. And uh, I'm also a fan of Chris Rock. Now, I, I, I'm not really a fan of, you know, early in his career, or I don't know if he still does or not, but some of his stuff was kind of vulgar. So, you know, I didn't really listen to that. But overall... Chris Rock is one of the funniest comedians ever. He's got to be up there with the big names in comedy. And uh, and he's, his comedy is always sometimes very insightful and very thought-provoking. Even though it's hilariously funny, um, he, he talks on subjects that well, it'll bring to light uh, just... just uh, important subjects but he makes makes it funny so I do like Chris Rock also so I like both the guys so when this happened first I was kind of I was really bummed when it happened because I thought well here's two guys that I kind of like you know I like both these guys and oh now now I mean Will Smith slapped Chris Rock um Wow, that's sad because I, I I would think there's two guys that probably should get along. I, I don't know the history between uh, the relationship with each other, but so I understand Chris Rock made uh, a little joke about uh, Will Smith's wife, who has a medical condition where she can't um, grow hair. Um, I did not know that until the story came out. I had no idea. Because for some women, um, having a shaved head 
is a look that it's 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 a look for some women. Uh, there's been famous women um, in the past who have shaved their head, and and to me, on certain women, it doesn't look bad at all. But uh, apparently, well, you all know the story. You, you've seen it on the news, and apparently. Um, Will Smith's wife was offended. Um, there's some that say that she laughed at first, that they both laughed at first, but then something must have been said between Will Smith and his wife, and then he gets up, walks on stage, and slaps Chris Rock across the face. And, you know, I was really thinking about it. It's like, liking both guys... I wish it didn't happen. And I understand Chris Rock. Um, no one deserves to be slapped in the face. For one, I mean, that's... You don't act out in violence when you're offended. But uh, Will Smith um, lost a little bit of control and slapped Chris Rock in the face. And, you know, um, Chris Rock, that I'm sure was a little bit painful and embarrassing. And it's something that should not have happened. However, on Will Smith's behalf, his wife was insulted um, to their face uh, in in an audience in a television audience, and sometimes I think you have to put yourself in his position. Was he going to let his wife be uh, made fun of in front of a television audience and an, an audience of their peers right there in their the facility, the arena or auditorium? It put him under the spotlight. Like, well, do I defend my wife's honor? So, or do I just let this go? I don't know. I try to put myself in, in Will Smith's shoes. If that was me and my wife, if we were famous actors and actresses, and um, something was said to really hurt my wife's feelings, would I not? try to defend her honor and correct it at that moment or show that I care for my wife well my wife would have not wanted me to do that she would have grabbed my arm and held me back but it t- to say that Will Smith you know, should be held like criminally or or be disciplined. You know what? I'm I'm kind of lenient on Will Smith here a little bit, and usually because I'm like a a a, a guy who appreciates the law and law and order. I'm I'm more so. Well, yeah, he needs you know for discipline, but in this case. I'm kind of thinking that Will Smith has already embarrassed himself. He's probably, if if they had any type of friendship between each other, which I don't know if they did or not, 
you know, that was damaged. And I think the media and even the academy is a little bit a little bit too hard on, on Will Smith. Now again, they're not going to take his Academy Award away. But I definitely don't think well criminal charges should be filed. That that's up to Chris Rock. I mean, that's up to Chris. let Chris Rock decide um, if the, you know if any criminal things or should be done. I, I don't think Chris Rock would go that way at all. I'm not sure what the Academy um, has to say about that, but I'm willing to give Will Smith a pass on this one. Everybody, I'm, I'm all for giving somebody a second chance and even a third chance. After three chances, uh, yeah, not so much. But give the guy some grace. Um, you, you could tell he's he was hurt by his actions. He did apologize to the Academy, at least. I don't know if he apologized to Chris Rock. I don't think he did, but I'd be willing to give Will Smith a pass here. Give him some grace. He was in a position where he he had he felt like he had to do something to defend the honor of his wife. Um, it I don't mean to belittle the violence, but it was a slap. It looked like it was a hard hard slap. But let's not you know let's not find the guy. Let's not put him in jail. Let's not. Uh, take him out I've heard make mentions that maybe he will retire from acting no 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 guys we we kind of need to be adults here a little bit and I'm I'm not justifying the slap but I'm saying you know when you were in school uh, maybe I'm, I'm telling my age when you were in school and, and, and there was a fight or maybe outside of the school after school, you 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 kinda you kinda took care of yourself. You know, the the, the, the you know, some some kid uh, you know, maybe you guys got a little tuffle and he hit you and then you hit him. I mean, I'm not condoning violence by any means, but my goodness. Um, my goodness. Let's just be men about it and, and say, hey, you know, we'll, we'll talk about this afterwards. And, and, you know, technically what should have happened was there should have been no slap. Will Smith should have contacted Chris Rock after the show and had a conversation with him. Chris Rock. Them two should have had a conversation and said, hey, I don't really appreciate what you said. You know, Just have a conversation about it. Or, you know, maybe let some time pass, a couple days go by. Um, I'm sure they have a way of contacting each other through their agents and say, hey, let's meet for dinner. Um, you know, we got to sit down and talk and, and do it that way. But it didn't happen that way. It was a 
you know, just in a moment of sheer anger, um, he had to do that. So I say give some grace here to Will Smith. And yes, I know Chris, Chris Rock's behalf. Um, Chris Rock handled it pretty good. I will say Chris Rock handled that situation pretty well. He kind of made a joke about it after the slap and uh, he moved on. So, kudos to uh, Chris Rock for handling that way. Um, he he manned up and, uh, I mean, perhaps he probably handled it better than I would have handled it. Um, he restrained himself. I don't know that I could have restrained myself after be, being publicly smacked. Um, good for him from withholding his reaction because my reaction might have been to um, give a little violence back. I don't know. I would hope not. But you, and, and two, um, in this whole situation, you don't know what you would do. You think you know what you would do if you were in Will Smith's position or Chris Rock's position. But you don't really know what what you would do. Um, I think I know what I would do, but I'm not sure. So let's give some grace um, to the slap. But hey, keep the slap means coming. They're pretty funny. Patience. I wanted to talk a little bit about patience today. Excuse me while I cough. <coughs> patience. Well, what's the definition of patience? The capacity to accept or tolerate delay 
trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. The capacity to accept or tolerate delay. See, I don't think I'm very much of a patient person. I think my wife would agree with that statement. Because she reminds me that sometimes I act on impulse and I'm not very patient. Well, that is true. That is true. I, I would, I cannot deny that fact that sometimes I do not have patience. I really have to work um, at stopping before making decisions. Um, yeah. So, but that being said, one thing that I can't understand is when there's a problem. I don't like to sit around and discuss the problem, graph the problem on a, on a chart, think about the problem, um, uh, you know, examine the problem extensively. I mean, I already do that, but I, in, in, in other words, I don't think let's form a committee and I've experienced this in my life in, in the business in, in the business world in a job that I, I had where um, in the company there's a problem so you get the two departments say it's a problem that involves two major departments so you get the departments together and you present the problem and then the two departments um, discuss the problem. And then after the meeting, you know, before the meeting ends, they say, well, let's schedule another meeting. So then you schedule another meeting two months down the road. And you, in the meantime, you do more investigations and more investigations. Then you come back for your meeting in two months have another meeting, the problem still didn't go away. You still have the same problem. Um, but now you've lost time. <laughs> so, um, after that meeting is over, you know, you schedule another meeting. And this time you're going to add a couple departments. You're thinking, well, maybe it's not just between our two apartments, uh, departments. Maybe it's, it's an issue that involves another department and you think, yeah, let's, that's a good idea. Let's invite these two other departments into our discussion. So then you invite two other departments into your discussion. All right, let's do it um, um, next month. Uh, oh, no, next month's going to be bad for our department. We got a lot of projects going on. Okay, how about the following month? And the other group might say, no, that's bad for us. All right, so let's go uh, four months out. Four months out. All right, so you schedule a meeting for four months out. And then you, maybe you do some more investigation work. You send a bunch of emails. Yeah, yeah, you document things. You get information. Then in four months, you meet again. 
and uh, during the meeting, you discuss what what some of the findings were of the of the investigation, and then you have moments of oh, well, let's challenge each other. And I say it's not related to this; it's related to that. And what is the cause and effect? And and uh, then you know sometimes the departments can get um, disagreeable with one another and uh, be defensive. So then you say, hey, well, let's regather our thoughts. Let's come back in a, in a couple months and, and, and review this again. Pretty soon, eight or ten months has went by, and the problem um, still exists. That's the kind of thing that frustrates me the most. Now, I'm using that example in the business world because, in my experience, usually when all is said and done with all the meetings, you go back and guess what? The one solution to the problem was usually said at the first meeting um, or the second meeting for sure. So you wasted 10 months to come to the conclusion that the solution was said in the second meeting. That's frustrating to me because I like solutions. I don't mind the investigation part. Let's investigate the issue and see what the real facts are but then let's get something done about it. And I, the reason I'm bringing this up, it's kind of like in today's world, uh, we have different problems. But we keep wanting to analyze those problems and analyze those problems and analyze those problems and analyze those problems. And when you say, well, what are we doing about it? It's kind of like, it's kind of like the uh, the former mayor of Cleveland, Mayor Frank Jackson, um, when he was giving a, a city update one one year. He I can't quote it exactly, but he basically says, "We know what the problems are. We've known what the problems are for years. Um, we know what the solutions are. We've known the solutions for years. The problem is we just haven't done anything about it." And, and to me, it's so laughable. Do something. And I know there are some people that like to criticize the doers as, as, well, you're just trying to move too fast. You need to have patience. But in real society, not solving real solutions affects real people's lives. Um, so, for example, if you're talking about, um, I'll just use homelessness, for example. We're never going to be able to completely solve hom- homelessness um, just because of the heart of man and, 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 and man's freedom. And But we can work towards solutions. For example, um, 
actually a recent article I read talked about um, the ability for the average uh, middle class person to afford a home on their own, whether renting or purchasing is getting closer to being out of reach for the average American. Um, years ago, they used to say that the your rent or mortgage should not be should be no more than twenty five percent of your monthly uh, income. Yeah, years ago they used to say your rent or mortgage should not be twenty five percent of your of your monthly income. Now that's fine if 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 you're someone maybe in the uh, uh, middle management and, and executive and and maybe, you know, but for the average guy working, um, you know, man and wife, maybe both of them working and they're still barely financially out of the poverty level, um, they're basically living... <laughs> out of the generosity of, of the landlord where they're renting from and hopes that he doesn't raise the rent each year. So, for example, so I'm just using that for example. I'm not on the soapbox about about that. But so if, if we have homelessness, um, let's look at why. Um, is it mental illness? What are we going to do about mental illness? How do we provide shelter for the mentally ill? How are we going to, uh, maybe when housing, uh, new housing developments, are we going to try to make the, based on the average wage of the community, if the average wage in the community is $25,000 a year, okay, what kind of housing, how can we get that rent or mortgage affordable for, for it only to be 25% of their income. Is that possible? What does it look like? Now, so my, see, my, my approach would be problem, investigate, solution. But I've heard, I've yet actually talked to people. It's like, yeah, but you know, you got to move way too fast. You're always looking for a solution. Well, yeah, I'm looking for a solution. Because not getting a solution affects people's lives. Um, it's real. It causes a real effect. And not doing anything affects people's lives. So I am solution uh, driven. You know, just like vanilla ice. Yo, you got a problem? I'll solve it. I, I'm not a rapper, but <laughs> anyway. I can't be patient when there there's a solution, but nobody wants to look at it yet. I've actually <laughs> I recall I was in a in a meeting once where there was a problem and we knew what the problem was. We knew what was causing the problem. We knew what was, we already knew what the cause was. 
and the cause led to a solution that was right in front of our noses and the group didn't want to do anything to solve the problem they wanted to see how much of a problem it was and let the problem go and have other meetings I wanted to take my head and pound it on the wall because you get in discussions with people like well is that really the problem if it is a problem how much of a problem is it and it's like well um, it's a problem when your customers call and complain about X Y and Z and you know it's not right you know the right thing to do would to be correct the problem get a solution for it but if you just want to talk if somebody just wants to talk about a problem and never put into practice a solution I'm not your guy to be a part of that that discussion if you're just going to talk and talk and talk and talk then I can't handle it I I don't mean to be labored a point, but one last thing before I let you go. I can remember honest, honest, hand raised, honest. One time in a different situation, we were having a meeting about why we were having so many meetings. Then we left that meeting without a solution just to reschedule another meeting. Honest. Honest to God. And I wanted to... I, 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 I literally wanted to bang my head on the table. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. Why do you guys tune into this show? Oh, my goodness. Well, thanks for letting me vent a little bit there, I guess. But, hey, let's, let's be... Let's be problem solvers okay in life in general in life in general let's get out there and solve some problems all right hey i love you guys thanks for stopping by have a great day